That's how that saying goes. Nope, um, nope. That's uh, how it goes. Sorry. <laughs> that's the sound of one hand farting. Uh, well, that's the way the crackle crumbles. Yep, yep. And all real, all real new sayings. New sayings. We're taking, we're taking a different, we're taking a little bit of a spin on the sayings that you know and love, and we're twisting them around, and we're making them our own. That's right. So that way I can put them on T-shirts. That's right. Yep. That's the way the crackle crumbles. Everyone says it. Everyone mm-hmm. knows what crackle is. Yep. That's how you murder two ducks with one brick. Ooh, Jesus. Let's go. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep us so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Pop Saga, the weekly pop culture podcast by two opinionated dinguses in their 40s. On the menu this week, we've got a bunch of new trailers to complain about or discuss thoughtfully. And, of course, uh, we've got to check in on what old Ben is up to on Obi-Wan Kenobi, Episode 4. I am Forrest, and I am joined, as always, by John, and together we are the aforementioned dinguses. Dingai? Dingaramuses? What is the plural of dingus? Is is that a dingus Uh, question? I think it's dingai. Dingai? Okay. (laughs) I'll uh, store that away. In the old brain for next time. Just kidding. I have already forgotten what we were talking about. Yeah, for a second when you said check in with Ben, I was like, yeah, gentle Ben. That'd be nice to cover someday. Sure, yeah. That's another one everyone remembers. (laughs) Everyone loves the gentle Ben. Oh, uh, that's a reference that is evergreen, as we say up here in the evergreen state. It's it's very timely. It's It's gentle Ben. (laughs) Gentle Ben. (laughs) Now, what's... What is that? Is that a peregrine falcon? That's what is gentle <laughs> bird? Okay. I'll let you take a time to look it up. Oh, oh okay. Mm, it's a big bear. Yeah, it's it's when there was a time where you could have TV shows about bears and sure. you weren't afraid of them doing anything other than solving crimes or whatever else gentlemen did. <laughs> Did he solve crimes? Yeah, I think it was a take on like an Agatha Christie tales where he would solve crimes in the, uh, you know, the Pacific Northwest or wherever Utah, wherever oh. Gentle Ben took place and bears exist. I see. I see. Okay. You uh, see, there should be one image with him with a hat and a magnifying glass. I just... If it's not there, maybe you're, you don't know how to Google. It's fine, it's fine. But I'm sure he did. I'm sure he solved crimes. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the the whole thing. But you know what? I, uh, I, I, I couldn't... You want to take the time to really investigate, gentlemen? Not really. There you go. I mean... So then he solves crimes <laughs> in, in the <laughs> New York State, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, wherever bears exist, you know. Yeah, wherever bears exist, wherever you're, make sure to go to your local baratorium and or, yeah. or wherever bears are sold. 
The only thing I never got about Gentle Ben was how he could afford first class. Every time uh, I see him on an airplane, he just kind of going, come on, Ben, why are you solving a crime over there? How can you afford that? I know, no, I know that's not true. <laughs> well, go ahead. I dare you to look it up. Uh, let's see. Meet Ben. <laughs> Bear by day, hard-boiled detective by night. What is this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're on the Wikipedia as I'm <laughs> editing it right there. It's being written or rewritten as I speak. How strange. Um, it's really cool that he had a laser gun. <laughs> You're like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when uh, Gentle Ben went to space, that's when it really, you know, jumped the shark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially when he jumped that shark. But uh, yeah, exciting to talk about these things with you today, John. So much to talk about on today's show. Uh, I feel like we're just, we should just jump right into it. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, this, this, this was an interesting assignment. Interesting <laughs> assignment, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think it was you who inspired it when we, you were just like, uh, you watched the Gotham Knights trailer and we're just like, well, this is on the show. We're definitely talking yeah. about this. I had to. I mean, holy shit. I had um, a friend of mine message me and was like, have you watched it? And I was just like, watched what? And they're like, the Gotham Knights. I was like, oh, the video game? They're like, no, 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 no. The TV show trailer. Have you watched it? And I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> and I said, well, I'll sit down. It can't be that bad. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, Holy shit. But, I, don't, um, I just don't understand. I don't understand what... I don't understand the series of decisions that were made to arrive at that point. I mean, yeah, and yeah, and then and then there was the uh, I don't know. I honestly, I don't get it. The only thing that I for sure know, they found it easier to just present. You do you just want to jump right into this trailer? I of course. Yeah, okay. we're already talking about it. Yeah, we might as well just make it sure. All right. The only thing I know for sure uh-huh. is that WB has found it easier to kill Bruce Wayne in any other medium than try to cast a competent person for the role. And they're willing to go to extreme dangerous lengths, and they might need to be stopped. <laughs> I just, I don't get what you, what you get out of, okay. Should I, I? I have the synopsis for those who are interested. Yeah, sure. Um, Why don't you? I mean, that, I think that will kind of lay the groundwork for things. Go ahead. Yeah, for those who haven't watched it, and we call you fortunate, uh, Bruce Wayne is murdered, and his adopted son forges an alliance with the children of Batman's enemies. As the city becomes more dangerous, these mismatched fugitives will become its next generation of saviors, known as the Gotham Knights. No relation to the video game that's going to be coming out later this year <laughs> i just yeah. added that to them because i know they need all the help we could get there uh yeah yeah his son turner hayes yes this character totally new invention for the show does not seem like a this is like i guess bruce wayne's attempt at, at, at you know having an actual kid uh even though <laughs> Good gravy. 
that must be like that would be, you would be such an absentee parent i think if you had bruce wade as an actual dad that way didn't know he was batman that would just be yikes that would not be a very fulfilling personal relationship i don't think but this this tanner kid just seems like a a rich dick yeah throwing up yeah, throwing a party in the trailer when he gets told the the grim news now john do you oh have you seen this so how long ago have you seen this trailer because i watched it the once and i refused to watch it again oh so i um i did my journalistic duty and i actually watched it right before we recorded this and then somehow i've purged most of it from my brain Okay, so do you recall there is a part where they show briefly oh my God, yeah, the, the murder scene and yes. it and it does look like Bruce Wayne is halfway early he started changing into Batman and then got shot. Yeah, I thought <laughs> like it was he just, like he just got the mask <laughs> on. Oh <laughs> It's like in the trunk of his car. <laughs> so I took was like, oh we put on this weird skin mask. Yeah, I thought it was either that or maybe this was them like making a message or leaving a message by leaving him dressed as Bruce Wayne from you know neck down, but keeping the cowl on his head. I'm sure you're so right. Shitty cowl. Uh, yeah, it looked really bad. It did, <laughs> it did look like something you would find in the Spirit Halloween store, but also like I I'm sure you're right. But it looked really, without any context, it just looked like he was just like, oh, caught me up. Oh, jeez. Don't look. Don't look. I'm not Batman. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that happened. Uh, I mean, like, maybe they're just counting on the fact, like, that people will just tune in to figure out, like, how did this happen? How? How did someone kill Batman? Which seems like someone people have been trying to do forever and have unsuccessfully did. Or, I mean... Some people have, at least in the comics, but he's always coming back. So how did that happen? And then, uh, like, maybe that's what people will just tune in for. And then they won't care that it's just the rest of it is just like a bunch of shitty kids. I mean, what the actual fuck? (laughs) It's got Joker's daughter in it, apparently. And it's like, Joker had a kid? And was able to raise a kid to this age? What? Yeah, like to teenage years. And maybe then that was like too much for him. So, uh, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> You're on your own. Even though the name is Duella, which I know is from the comics, but I always thought Duella sounded like, you know, like Harvey's kid. Like Two-Face's kid. Yeah. that I mean, Two-Face's kid also in it. Yeah, but who is Two Face's kid in it? I I, I mean, the but like Two Face isn't Two Face yet, right? It's still he's still Harvey Dent, isn't he? Because isn't Harvey Dent also in the show? No, oh, that's who that's supposed to be. I had no idea that was Harvey Dent. I mean, I think again. No, I've you're seen right. You're right. Time. You're right because he's like Harvey, but I think Harvey's an asshole. Yeah, I mean that kind of tracks. <laughs> Right, because it feels like Gotham PD's, or like the higher ups in Gotham PD set up Batman, and knew. Oh, is that what? what they're? 
Uh, right, because the, they're like, this goes all the way to the top. That's why he, he teams up with all the villains' kids. Sort of. And then Stephanie Brown and uh, Carrie Kelly, because reasons. Yeah, yeah. well, it's cool that Carrie Kelly's in it. Uh, very rarely see the Carrie Kelly in incarnation of Robin. It, true. Uh, the, the, the suit in typical CW fashion looks like a real Garbo. It was the worst thing ever. It felt like someone went to like the, uh, black lightning prop department and just stole all their gaffing tape and goggles. Yeah. I mean, we don't like, we do suits better now. Every CW suits are done, but you yourself have done a pretty good flash now and again, you can do it. I know you can do it. Yeah, what? I think that... What's going on? Huh? Like, do you feel like they're just hedging their bets with this one? I don't know. It just seems like the most bizarre idea for a show. Because, like, I get doing, like, a bunch of... Like, you have the entire Bat family. There are so yeah. many members of the Bat family. And you can't get a show out of that? Like, is this some sort of, like, traffic control thing where, like, oh, no, you can't use that character, can't use that character, can't use that character. We got plans for them all. Like, I'm... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to, like, kind of. Yeah. Now you say it, it feels like, you know, they're trying to protect their uh, sacred cow titans, which arguably is a better show than this one. I'm just calling it right now. But that really pained me to say. Wow, um, that's a, that is a statement. If you've wa- if you've listened to this show at any point in the past, and you <laughs> you've got to be just being like, that's got to just be gobsmacked you right now. What? He would rather watch Titans. I mean, I will watch neither, but I would rather watch Titans over this one. It, it does feel like someone just kind of went and said, "Hey, yeah, can we get these characters? You're not going to use for the." the other TV shows and then we'll just kind of make our own universe. So that way it doesn't really look like anything anyone should know. So the expectation should be less. Yeah. Right. But why is like, why is Steph, why is Carrie Kelly dressed up as Stephanie Brown? Pretty much. That would be like an okay Stephanie Brown outfit. And they're just like, nah, we'll give her some green goggles. That'll be enough of (laughs) a, That'll be enough of a callback to those zany green glasses that Carrie Kelly wore. Yeah, and then we'll just give her some rin, uh, like Renaissance Fair neck tunic thing. Because <laughs> that's what we have. Uh. Steve ML isn't going to wear it anymore, so we might as well put it on her. We need the guy who designed the bat suit from, from Gotham. We need to get him in there. I wish they would. That would be a step up as far as I'm concerned, especially when they show the bat cave and that cow. Yikes. That just looks like one of my dirty dress socks. <laughs> just like two holes in it. And, you know. It definitely was things. like, like, it was definitely like seeing something. It was definitely like seeing like a fan trailer that you were, that while you're watching it, you're thinking to yourself, hey, good, good job. Good for them. <laughs> they really tried it really hard. <laughs> I mean, all the fan trailers blow this up the water. Uh, that's true. That's pro- I'm not being very uh, fair to fan trailers, am I? No, not in this case. No. Uh, like, I mean, I 
I did this. So for each of the things we watch, I decided, which I never do, is I went down to the comment section, the pull some comments. Uh-huh. Oh, good. And, <laughs> and these, I'm these sure are, those are sane and uh, rational. Uh, the, these are just some, and I thought it was kind of timely. This makes Morbius look like the greatest crafted cinematic masterpiece in the history of film. <laughs> okay, what is that in reference to? Uh, Gotham Knights, just uh, in general. Okay. <laughs> wow. Is... Someone's stretching to get a, Morpia, a Morbius uh, reference in there. Very cool. Because this is not a movie. I hope you remind them. Oh, well, hey, I'm not going to comment on comments because at this point, whatever. But. That wasn't the only Morbius one. Okay. Mom, can we get Morbius? We have Morbius at home. What? Morbius at home. Gotham Knights? That doesn't even make any sense. I just think that, I think they're just trying to say it's bad. Um, But, like, okay, the whole premise of that meme is that you have something that is like the thing, except worse. Mm -hmm. So, for that to work... Gotham Knights would have had to have been about, like, a dumb vampire <laughs> that's somehow dumber than Morbius. I mean, we haven't really seen the show yet. Maybe you, maybe you... that Turner Hayes or whatever is is a vampire. He's a vampire. Wow, what a twist. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, and also, look, let, let's just, I've been there at the dawn of the meme. I understand how the memes work. I was just trying to give these kids some credit. Uh, these were my personal favorite ones. Batman probably died by watching this trailer. <laughs> Whoo! Like I look, I'm happy they all have work. You know, and they're they're trying to do stuff, but this just seems like it's so out of left field, and it's weird that it does share a name. You know, it shares a name with the comic book, but also shares a name with the upcoming video game. But even the video game, after the trailer came out, was just like, whoa, 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 Two different things. Yeah, they had to clarify. They're like, this is not associated with our game in any way, shape, or form. Because I'm sure they could sense, just like anybody else looking at that trailer, it's like, oh, this is not what people wanted to see at all. And guess what? All these people you're introducing with these, like, you know, needle drop moments and these these big, like, oh, man, guess who it is? Everyone's like, who? What? Why? Where's Robin? Oh, that's Robin? Okay, that's cool. But wh- who is the rest of everybody? Hey, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Who when is I- Harper Rowe? Who is Cullen Rowe? There's a character in here simply known as Coach. Is it the coach from the show Coach? Oh, that'd be cool. It's not Craig T. Nelson. Oh. <laughs> Way to get my hopes up. Is he, I was hoping Coach would be in there. Is he playing young Coach? Is this a secretly a backdoor <laughs> prequel show to the show Coach? Now that's a Morbius stretch. Yeah, well... <laughs> Hey man, I'm for it compared to what this is like. I, I, I truly do not understand why, like, it just keeps getting more and more into this Riverdale type of space yeah. with the CW hero shows, and that's just what this feels like. I, I'll it, tell you what, I would have watched 
the shit out of a Riverdale style thing about like uh, Jason Todd and uh, Dick Grayson and and like the rest of the Bat family. Everyone, everybody, just to have everybody in it. Throw the signal in there, even though the comics seem to have forgotten about it. I oh, yeah, don't need that anymore. Just, you can you can just tweet at Batman. <laughs> Batman, I'm being mugged. I'll be right there, citizen. Oh no, I mean the, his his sidekick that was recently introduced named the signal. I don't mean the actual bat signal. Oh, I don't know who the signal is. Yeah, that's yep. that's. It would seem neither uh, does uh, DC, but uh, I admit right, to not being enough. super. Uh, I'm not up to date with how is it, how it's going in the signal town. I I was just really upset at the outfit that they gave him would you like me to refresh your memory yes please okay please. here i'm sure i'm damn that's typing dude yeah well, that go. sounds like fake typing <laughs> i'm looking up gentle ben again uh, best gentle ben movie uh gentle ben world's greatest detective um, ben Batman costume. <laughs> I'd be for that. I'd rather see a bear in a Batman costume than watch this fucking trailer again. <laughs> Gentle Ben, it's you. Uh, <laughs> okay, here I'm we sorry. go. Here I'm we still go. waiting, here folks. Yeah, sorry. I was, it was hard. I was struggling to get a full body shot. Oh, that's the signal? Yeah. That's what they ended up calling him? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a name. <laughs> hey, it's a cool outfit. Uh, yeah, the, the outfit is pretty cool, but they uh, it feels like I don't see him as much. Maybe he's changed personas. I actually don't know. I mean, they do that real quick. Yeah, people like, are constantly changing around, so I could be just totally. They could be like, oh, no, the signal is now somebody else. I don't know. Robin again. I think Tim Drake is going to be Robin again. Oh, I heard that. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess not really, but I did like Tim Drake's kind of uh, his his separate alter ego. I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I guess they just ran out of comics to put him in, so they're just like, uh, let's just put him back with Batman. And then I guess Damien will also still be Robin. So uh, just okay. have Robins. Just Robins all the way down, huh? Well, you know, guess where they won't have uh, multiple Robins? Mm -hmm. On Gotham Knights. They don't even have one. I mean, they have they have one, right? Or do you think that she's not going to go by Robin? She's just going to be like, oh, that was a nickname he had for me. And I think that was a nickname he had. Mm. I think I, in this world, Robin doesn't exist. I do not like that. I hate it when they do that. I hate it when they're always like, oh, my last name is Robin. <laughs> Or my first name is Robin. Remember what they did in the, the Dark Knight Rises? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I was like, uh. It's like, wait, what? Uh, what? That seems what? weirdly specific. I, like, I mean, nothing wrong with the name Robin, but that is just. Very coincidental. Did you know in another like... universe that he had a, a sidekick? Uh, never mind. Yeah, Who are you going to be? <laughs> I'm going to be uh, uh, Nightman. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be you're Dark gonna be, Man. You're going to be Malibu Comics Nightman? Oh, cool. 
No. What, you weren't hit upside the head? Jazz musician who could hear evil people's thoughts? <laughs> he left me this cave, but none of his money. <laughs> what am I going to do? Or any of his equipment. He literally <laughs> just left me this cave. How do you pay the electric bills in this stupid cave, Bruce? <laughs> they send it here, but no one comes in and checks anything. I don't care. I'm in Florence. <laughs> or somewhere like it. Or in Alfred's imagination, and we'll never find out. Oh, shit. I never thought about it like that. What? Really? <laughs> no, you're, you're kidding with me. No, I just figured, man, that was really him, because it just... After that third act, yeah, you're like, might as, well, <laughs> as well do it. Batman literally jumped out. He was like, All right, am I far enough away? People won't see. <laughs> Hope the Duke gets out there okay. Wee! Yeah, Swimming to the Zodiac. <laughs> then he took that. Then he like really inconvenienced Alfred on vacation. He went there to his favorite place, had it seat. Saw him, got spooked because there's a ghost. <laughs> Alfred took off. That's what I you know. Do you think he was there for like a week? He made him and Selena go down to that cafe. He'll be here sometime. Yeah, we're, they're doing shifts. <laughs> and then somehow no one recognizes that this is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> right. Billionaire Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I mean, there's no way that they aren't, everyone in Florence is just like, it's a Bruce Wayne! <laughs> it's the famous cat woman here, too! What are you guys? You stopping by Luigi's pasta. <laughs> and, uh, and we're canceled. <laughs> No, you're canceled. Mm, yeah, well, you're canceled by association. I hate to bring it to you. Um, but, uh... <laughs> well, hopefully if anything happens, Gotham Knights will also be canceled by association, by the way we talk about it. Yeah. I don't mean to be that mean. Maybe they'll fix it. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know who it's for. I don't know who you're making it for. Is there, like, a, a just, like, a... a you know, hidden majority of people who are just like, I love the universe of Batman, but I hate Batman. <laughs> if only I could get this kind of this vibe, but without the stupid Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, this is what the... No, I mean, every other show has either dealt with him as a, as a kid. Uh-huh. And then showed them, and you're like, everyone's like, oh, that sucks. And then Titans showed them, and then they're like, oh, that dude's not Batman. So, like, I guess this really is their attempt to be like, look, we we just, we're not even really going to have Batman in this because uh, we can't afford to get people's hopes up. <laughs> Listen, guys, we can't do it, okay? We tried, and nobody liked it. So guess what? Batman's dead. Are you happy now? <laughs> I mean, what happens if they did cast a Batman that people liked more than, like, the ones they casted for film? Yeah, God forbid. God forbid we have more Batman. I'm on the I'm on the other side saying, just, like, put whoever you want as Batman. Let's see them all. Let's see your bad Batman ideas. I mean, I guess we've seen a few. <laughs> but let's see more. I want to see more bad Batman. I mean, 
I used to say I would rather have bad Batman than no Batman. And, and I think and that, now. and now I don't know if it's still that case, or I would at least rather have bad Robin than no Robin. Or now I would rather have bad DC Gotham show than no DC Gotham show. <laughs> I'm very confused. Like this, this, this trailer scared me. Um, <laughs> it scared you. I mean, I think we'll just do like everybody else does and, and not watch the show. <laughs> I think we'll be, I believe I will be in the majority there. I have not seen a single hint of anyone online being like, yes! Woo! That's, you know what? You're right. In fact, um, I will not watch the show. I will track its Metacritic rating. Yeah, you better believe I'm going to be uh, reading the heck out of the synopsis on whatever uh, pop culture blog I happen to be looking at at the time when they're like, spoiler alert, let's break down this new episode of Gotham Knights. It's trash. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, comment, hit that bell notification for additional comments about Gotham Knights. Duella, are you doing your homework in there? <laughs> So you can tell from this scene as the Joker's a caring father, uh, which can be seen in issue 142 of Dark Detective Comics, where it takes a interesting turn where we see a Medane Joker. <laughs> Listen, Duella, drugs can make you feel real good. <laughs> but you got to wait till you're 21. Now, see, this is a Joker being responsible, but understanding how to have fun. As seen in issue 333 of Detective Comics, Jokers know how to have fun, responsibly. <laughs> now, total caveat, if the, if the show had a lot of Joker being a dad, I would tune in a thousand percent. <laughs> Ditto, if I got to see all the villains be fathers, but like... That's really the crux of it. Like they showed us all the kids trying to get all the hip teens or whatever, but really it's about dads just trying to be responsible for their superhero children. I'd watch it. <laughs> Why do I always have to be the bad guy, Harley? <laughs> you need to discipline Duella. Uh... <laughs> it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna happen though. So. I, I, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I want to say, uh, um, but I, this, I want to say, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I, I, I looked on one site about this, the cast list of this show, and mm -hmm. it, uh, it listed Misha Collins as Harvey Dent, and then I looked on another website for the show, and it listed Misha Collins as Two Face. <laughs> so. Sounds like we're gonna get Two Face uh, on the show, but uh, guess what? We have to wait until twenty twenty three to uh, to enjoy this one. Directed uh, the first episode, directed by Danny Cannon. All right, yeah, I'll um, I'll be waiting with the uh, bat bells on. Now, um, now, John. <laughs> Uh, do you are you familiar with the oeuvre of Danny Cannon, the uh, the director of Episode One of Gotham Knights? 
I cannot say that I have. Uh, uh, well, and... his credits include he was the uh, he was a producer on the aforementioned Gotham. Oh, and a producer. <laughs> say no more <laughs> on the sh- on the is it still going show Pennyworth. You know the one about young badass Alfred. That makes more sense. Yep. Uh, but, uh, okay. And so those are his producer credits. He is the director of the well-regarded, the cult classic, I might say, Stallone vehicle, Judge Dredd. Oh, so this should be pretty good. <laughs> sure. I mean, I don't... Is Armand Asante still with us? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Armand, uh, that I did not know you were still alive. But um, if we get some Armand Asante in the show, like maybe he's playing some, uh, he's playing one of the Falcons. Uh, no, what if he's playing Batman? Sure. Yeah, let's get some <laughs> Armand Asante in there playing Batman. Well, no, he's Batman, right? Maybe a little older. Had Turner Hayes without his last name. Um, yeah, yeah, a little older. <laughs> a little older. But then he's just like, you know, like he gets caught unawares because, you know, he's going to his double ARP meeting. <laughs> sure. And then he gets taken out. But then we get Armand Asante in flashbacks. Ooh, uh, love it. Is it. I mean, I imagine maybe it's a de-aged Armand Asante. Uh, they don't got de-aging money on the CW. <laughs> maybe that's why they don't have any costumes. They spent it all on. I mean, oh, that's a good point. Maybe they were just like, look, we, we went to the best de-agers in the house. YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for someone to, to run it through their $40 AI and do a better job. Job that any that all the effects work we see out there, but there you go. Uh, see, I told you we had a lot to talk about. That was just about the Nights <laughs> trailer. Yeah, holy shit. Well, you I heard mean... our you heard our call to action, uh, CW. Uh, let's see Armando Sante as Bruce Wayne in the flashbacks. And hey, he was in half of a suit. Hey, he was born in 1949. That dude still got it. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's see it. Let's. We know that the director and he have a working relationship from the past, from the cult classic Judge Dredd. I mean, somehow he looked at both Sylvester Stallone and Armand Asante and said, you two could be twins. Let's see. How about you both put weird contacts in? <laughs> Are you up for it? You up for it? That way you'll like everyone will be like, oh, yeah, they do look like brothers. They both have really fucked eyes. And then they both like being covered in baby oil. Oh, yeah. Man, do they. (laughs) They win and so do we. If that's That's, I mean, that's what I was down for. And you know what? And you know what Rob Schneider loves? Being covered in robot pasta. Robot from the inside. or Sorry, pasta from the inside of a trash robot. Recycled Uh, food. Yeah. He's he's eating away in there. Might as well. Yep. <laughs> it was a place to hide. When in a robot's guts, do as the robot's guts do, I guess, and eat food? I don't know. Um, mm. But yeah, that's not well. the only big DC news that was coming out over the last, you know, since we last recorded this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally, after, I feel like we went through two DC fandoms with no trailer for Black Adam, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, 
Here come, just like Black Adam, flying around, knocking down jets. Here comes Black Adam. He's so... What I like about Black Adam is he, he's, this is a guy who never smiles. He's not only a guy who never smiles, but he is uh, impossible at being able to crane his neck up in a flying type of position. <laughs> he, <doesn't... laughs> yeah. he was flying like I sleep in my bed. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Face down, <laughs> hoping that the cold, icy hands of death claims him. <laughs> That's how he was flying in that scene. Oh yeah, it. I mean, when you got muscles like that in the back of your neck, it just must act like a cushion, one of those like flight, uh, you know, with p- pillows for a long international flight. You must. I... Have, you just must <laughs> tilt your neck over to the side, and you're just resting on firm muscle. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Never had those. Oh yeah, he's got muscles I can't. Uh, I couldn't draw, nor describe, or say. Yeah, I, I think I'm best described as jelly neck. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. It has a ring to a, it. Yeah. I have a friend. We refer to him as Buttery Neck. Okay. Buttery well, neck. Mm, yeah, I don't want to go down that road, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> well, you see, it's not. Anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, Black Adam, what'd you, what'd you think? We waited a long time, and here we got. You know, it, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I had nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, I thought you had something because you were starting to say something. Nope. Uh, and I was just like, well, he's got more to say. Go ahead. I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> You'll wait forever. <laughs> well, you know, after that uh, fandom motion comic of a trailer oh, that we got. No. <laughs> Remember The Rock narrating from his bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a secret. You might hear robotic Ted in my voice because I'm, I'm doing this from my bathroom. Uh, no, it's gone, I think. <laughs> okay, good. If not, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I definitely heard the muffled flushing, but no, it's gone now. <laughs> no, sorry. It was that sandwich I had. <laughs> uh, it, how do I put it? I see that the rock has gotten real comfortable with playing the rock. He does the best at that. There is no other person who could play the rock better than the rock. Um, and that's what I felt about the whole trailer. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a fair summation. Uh, I do really like at the start of the trailer that like, they're really kind of piling it on how bad of a uh, a life he had before he was uh, transformed into Black Adam. He is like, uh, I was a slave up until they killed me, and they also killed my son. <laughs> Who saved me? <laughs> yeah, but I was also killed. And you're like, wait, what? What? Huh? How many tragedies have you had? What is going on? As many as it will take for you to accept that this is a real bad dude trying to do real good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, is that, like, they're trying to set up that he, like, Dr. Fate, which we also see in this movie. By the way, Dr. Fate never thought in my entire life that I would see a mostly helmetless Dr. Fate. (laughs) Like, you kind of see him with the helmet on all the time. 
right? That's well, that's kind of his bag. Yeah, right. He's mysterious. It, You're just well, like, it's I'm Pierce Brosnan. I I was in my contract. You have to show the money maker. I mean, you're not covering up that 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 beautiful man of a face. So, yeah. <laughs> beautiful man of a face. That's what he has. He's got a beautiful man face. Uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't cover that up either. Same token, that's kind of what Dr. Fate is. Like, I mean, the helmet is, it, in its own, is a lord of order that once it attaches itself to its host that's kind of it it's like dual personalities but it's not something where you're popping your helmet off every fucking like five seconds yeah. because just carrying it under your arm a lot I means gotta be heavy and then this dr fate helmet looks like it has no eyes uh, <laughs> uh yes i don't like to wear it because i cannot see yeah that makes sense i guess if they're gonna layer in some reasoning there <laughs> It's for it. You know, that's fine. Uh, Black it, Adam, I have seen the future on my cool VR helmet. When I put this on, I'm just like, in VR. Hashtag metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my Bitcoin. <laughs> Dr. Fate NFTs. It's definitely not a rug pull. Uh... <laughs> Hey man, I never thought I'd get Adam Smasher either. That but looks this, good. That's like the best looking suit in this entire tra uh, trailer is Adam Smasher. Uh, I'm gonna send you something, but just take a look at the helmet or the mask, though. And you just tell me which uh, Spirit Halloween store they oh, picked no. up the Deadpool mask from. I haven't seen a close up of the <laughs> face yeah, yet. I'm gonna I... send you that. Uh, just take a wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Are those the literal Deadpool like eye it, shapes? Yeah, I mean, it's just about. It's it, it's close enough for government work. Dude, what the heck is happening here? Like, I don't even know why you have it paneled that. Like, I kind of get why they have it paneled that way cuz depending on what iteration you get, sometimes mm. the eyes are darker. But there are other ways you could do that without literally having that panel like around there that makes it look like deadpool's mask that it looks remarkably like deadpool even the uh even the material it looks like they dyed a deadpool mask <laughs> Yeah. is this really how much the rock cost to hire <laughs> we're just like oh shoot although i guess if that was the case we would have seen sleeveless uh adam smasher uh right like you know, seemed like we gotta save some money on the old uniform now, you wouldn't have got sleeveless Adam Smasher because there's no one you would get that would look remotely good around the rock showing their arms. That's a good so point. So you, you just don't do it. Do you give them that big foam arm from uh, LXG? <laughs> 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 the big old foam arm. He's like, oh, come on. Skin doesn't crease like that. Come on. Come on. I mean, he kind of he needs, he needs help. <laughs> I think the guy played him wasn't the dude who's playing him uh, the guy who's going to be He-Man in the Masters of the Universe show I think so and if that's the case you'd think that guy would be pretty yoked but again you're right about the the rock it has bigger arms than uh, most sequoias uh, 
Yeah, if there's no point, I don't care who you are, how much exercising you do for six months, if you didn't look like that from the start, you're not catching up to the rock. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a bit of a lost cause. A bit of yeah. a lost cause. So I, everyone would be covered in like baggy material, you know, uh, fucking uh, potato sacks. Yeah, maybe it had know. maybe it had the like sleeveless look, and they just CG the sleeves up there. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, let's color him up. Let's oh, next to the up. rock, he looks like he's got real twig arms. Looks like there's a stick bug that got in the suit. And is I'm gonna fight you, Black Adam. <laughs> you know? Holy shit, Skeletor's in there, but except that he's got a skeleton body as well. <laughs> That's <You see> right. Me? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I really completed the look, but it wasn't the thing I wanted to do. <laughs> this is terrible. Terrible. I mean, even when he's like 60 feet tall, he'll somehow look smaller in stature than the rock. Yeah, I'm sure they had to shoot the rock and force perspective at all those to make him look smaller like they did with the hobbits. They're like, we keep trying, sir. It's, it's, it's impossible. Technology doesn't exist to scrape a amount of muscles away from this man to make him look like a a normal person. But speaking of <laughs> speaking of uh, outfits, like, can we talk about Hawkman for a second? We can talk about it. <laughs> I all I want to say is it's tough. I understand. It's tough to make somebody in a bird head, somebody with a beak and wings to the side of their head look good. I get that. Some things work better on the page than they do in real life. Yeah. I look, I will give them an A for effort. I think the helmet looks pretty cool. I think where it falls apart is there's that scene where they show him with his wings out mm-hmm. and it and it just, Uh-oh. you know, it just looks like a kid in a adult suit jacket almost like the, the way it's shaped. I'm wearing daddy's coat. Exactly. He's just oh. like, look at me. I'm Hawkman. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What's up with the lights in that thing? I got major Hawkman Dave vibes from that outfit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. That's probably where they bought it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, it's hard to do, like, if you just did a yoke shirtless guy. Again, probably the problem with The Rock, having him opposite... A Hawkman, I think probably you can't just have him shirtless with like just like two belts crisscrossed across his chest and an emblem in the middle, Thundercat style. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a full he's got a full armor on, but then he does really give off those Flash Gordon vibes pretty bad. It's just it's it's. It's tough. Like you said, it's tough. It's also tough to want to take someone dressed as like Hawkman serious. <laughs> it's tough. You got you got a bit of an uphill climb there. Cuz like you know, you got to do a bit of a groundwork for people who aren't familiar with this character. <laughs> Especially this iteration because I don't know when they were designing the silhouette who was 
reviewing it, but they're like, look, the wings, they got to be bigger. Bigger! Make them bigger. Look like he can fly with just his helmet. <laughs> Does he, Do we want him to turn his head? No, he doesn't need to turn his head. He can just kind of perch like a bird does. <laughs> Anytime he swivels his head at all, I want him to knock down 40 china plates. Yeah. And we also want sparks to come from his neck. Because the metal on metal, you know how it goes. It's yeah. like probably I think the best outfit in there is Dr. Fates. Um, yeah, it's certainly they the, kept it simple at the very least. It's Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, Dr. Fate, you know, like, uh, just really clean colors, and it's probably easier to put them in that, so that way you don't have to worry about, like, having Pierce Bronson doing anything in the actual costume, when you can just, like, put anybody in it, or even just CG the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. He's not doing a lot of the stunt work, and I... And after seeing some, like, we just saw some, like, top-notch fake Hollywood magic casting in uh doctor strange right so they've got a little bit to live up to and the little tiny bit i saw of dr fate doing his magic is like uh oh <laughs> i don't know if you remember the part but oh, he's yeah, like yeah. he's he's doing hand motions but also he's doing a little bit of an irish jig or his legs are just going wacky <laughs> just yeah. flailing around well, sometimes you got to get that motor starting. He's like, you do... we got to really get your whole body into it to cast these spells. Take that, Doctor Strange. Use your hands. And then, like, you, you know, the first thing he decided to summon was the shield belt from 1984's Dune. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it did look like that. It looked like a like a somebody like a plug-in people designed to do the Doctor Strange like kaleidoscope world thing. There was like. <laughs> This is the After Effects plugin, the, the default state. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, give we'll give them a chance to. Uh, I'm not counting anything out necessarily, but it did. I was like, okay, they only showed a little bit, but I kind of get it. why. Yeah, like I think we're just gonna get him in real uh, in small doses anyway. So, because I think it will be 99% Pierce Bronson. And then the other one percent is just going to be his voice for when they do have him doing stuff. Um, but like you said, I would have never thought I'd be getting two out of the three of these characters. I always thought Hawkman would be in a movie somehow, some way. But Doctor Fate, no. And as much as I'm a Doctor Strange, Mark, I'm also Doctor Fate, Mark. I so. love Doctor Fate. That's why I was very taken aback by this version of him. I mean. I love Pierce Bronson, and I and I'm I'm all for him playing the role. I'm just like I said, I have to see him do some Doctor Fate level shit. Like if he's just like is there and he gets thrown into the ocean or some shit, like fucking rock throws somebody in the fucking trailer for this, then I'm I'm kind of done. So you know, <laughs> he does a lot of flying around and and like through things, like exploding things by just. Like that aforementioned jet that's like, you need to, you, you're grounded, Black Adam. And he just whaps off the edge of the wing. <laughs> I mean, they do get, make it a point to show that the guy ejected safely, but uh, he's, a little, he's a little bit of a grumpa pants. Well, I mean, that's kind of the character. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like, he's a salty, yeah. he's a salty boy. 
Yeah, you know, he just has that attitude. You know, I mean, Hawkman needs to tell him, like, we don't kill people. He's like, well, I do. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> so, oh, so. all right, buddy. Edge, all right. Edge Lord Supreme over here. Yeah. I, the, the, I think the biggest, I think my uh, one of my bigger kind of complaints, which is probably be a lot. I don't know how I'm going to watch this movie. So I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm going to see this in theater or just kind of wait for it to fall into HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I wouldn't blame you. You know. <laughs> this not exactly this, I don't know. It hasn't, it hasn't grabbed me, really. Yeah, well, I mean, it's something that I feel like isn't needed. I mean, we'll see. The Rock says this is the the this is the relaunching of the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. Okay. Yeah, it's DC the reboot. F- not not that uh, terrific Batman movie that came out. No, Black Adam will be the the demarcation point, the the line in the sand that we draw that we say from this moment onward is the DC Universe. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then fine, because the other stuff is what. The other stuff was, um, I mean, it very much has like Neo 1995 superhero movie vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, uh, I thought that I, so the one part of the, the trailer that I really liked was when, uh, those people are in the van and they see, uh, black Adam over there and he's got the, the real ratty cape on. <laughs> It's a real. He's been in there for a while, and uh, the they roll up their windows. That's kind of fun. And then it seems like Black Adam moonwalks past the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the part with Sarah Sahi in it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I she used to be a person of interest. I used to watch. Oh, right. Of that show, okay. So that's why <laughs> Never seen that show. Why. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, but that was the comedic part. You know, I I will say I'm just gonna leave it like this, and I also have some comments from the comment section. Um, I liked him in his robe look more because at least it has a gold fringe. I really don't like the fact that nine tenths of that outfit is just different shades of like black and gray. Yeah, it, again, it's, the, it has that edge like Zack Snyder Edge Lord feel to it with like the the lightning bolt, but it's all like burnt. It's because he's bad. He's got a burnt yeah. bolt. Yeah, I just, I, that doesn't jive with me. Like, I'd much rather, I mean, he's well, he's black and gold. Those are like, that is a primo color combination. It's it's harder to beat anything black and gold in terms of color. So just use that. Add that to his boots. Add that to his gauntlets. You know, like, have a little bit more of it anyway. The, the color break it up because it really does look like they just gave the rock a real tight shirt and a tight pair of pants you know like uh, i think a lot of that i think sometimes at least this the suit is cg i think i saw a picture of the rock just with some markers on his actual muscles so i wouldn't be surprised yeah i'm sure like he's like the rock doesn't wear belts (laughs) (laughs) the rock says i don't wear capes um i am missing the cape though do you think that he'll meet up with Zachary Levi? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I actually didn't mind that uh, that first Shazam movie. Yeah, I, I, I really don't like it, but I think I, I like the character. I, 
I mean, compared to all the other things that kind of sit in that pantheon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the end. I like when all the the, the Shazam family. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying it's uh, it's like the bee's knees, but at least it it got cheery towards the end, and uh, to, I'll take it. I mean, I liked him as uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, excuse me, Shazam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cutter cutter um yeah okay so you said you got some comments for this one yes so i'm gonna tell you i mean a lot of people love the rock uh, myself included you know so a lot of people were very uh positive on this you know i can't blame them summer blockbuster coming why not so uh this is just one real nice one I can't even comprehend the amount of potential this movie has for the future of DCEU. Betting on this being one of DC's most successful movies for sure. Sign The Rock. Sign The Rock. (laughs) Sign Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I really love the part where Black Adam said, Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? And then proceeded to beat those bad guys with a rock. That That is one of them. Well, keep practicing, buddy. Your tight five is going to come together. (laughs) Can we take a minute to appreciate how this movie has no CGI? The Rock trained so hard for his role so he could fly and survive explosions. What an inspiration. (laughs) Is The Rock the new Chuck Norris? I think, uh, I mean, he's getting there. And this is my personal favorite one. Mm. Honestly, if this trailer does anything for me, it is seeing Pierce Bronson reaching his final form. Uh, oh, mustachioed uh, <laughs> old man. In a Gray-haired suit. silver fox, mustachioed. I'm Dr. Fate. I'd watch him in a Remington still reboot. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, that that tracks. I'd watch, yeah, I, wa- I would watch old Remington Steel. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, I won't watch... The old episodes of Remington Steel, but I would watch old Remington Steel. Yep. And then uh, every episode, he would say at some point during the episode, I must be getting a little rusty. Get it? Steel? And then it just cut to credits. <laughs> so we had every single episode. You lose. What? Weren't you going to get the fatality or the the flawless victory? I couldn't find that one, but I did find this one. Perfect. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, you said you wanted to get that one, and then you did. There you go, folks. Pay off. I'll get. I'll I'll get. I'll get flawless victory. I'll get it. I just. I just forgot it. Uh, so are we do we have any other uh comments from the no that was it okay everyone else was very much like thinking the rock was gonna read it gift them a house and a lot of money type of compliments i love your rock water um so yeah (laughs) i mean okay um so the last one we have uh, to talk about the trailer is they released the full prey trailer and uh, I would like to take, to take a moment to speak directly to Disney and uh, say, uh, you're really dropping the ball here, Disney, releasing this on Hulu instead of in the theater. I would like to see this in the theater, please. Why not? You showed that no. shitty Shane Black Predator movie in the theater. Well, that was before Disney owned them. 
I mean, yes, I, I, I'm aware, but still, they've inherited those problems. <laughs> it's their problem now. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I think this is fine on Hulu. What? I, I love the trailer. Let me not start and try to do it. Well, I like the trailer. I mean, but, this is the, this, it feels like the most authentic Predator experience we've gotten since our beloved Predator 2 that we've talked about in a few episodes ago. No, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I get it. A, a prawn rewatch of the trailer. I just paid attention to the acting a little bit and felt like Hulu is a good spot. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to divert for you pretty substantially. I think that I mean I didn't see any standout bad acting moments from that trailer. Everyone looked great. Some look great. Some look like they could be on Gotham Knights. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. And just well, just rewatch master actor over here. What a critic. I can critique all I want. I have a podcast, and I'm drinking a Trulies <laughs> Wild Berry Hard Seltzer, so I know, I know a thing of class. Oh, you've been here being poisoned, then? Because <laughs> that's what that stands for, I think. Truly poisoned. Well, maybe. It's wild. I don't know what a wild berry is, but it's fucking me up. <laughs> anyway. Now, um, I think it's a fine trailer. <laughs> I hope I hope to God you did not collect any comments for this one. Oh, I did. I oh, did. Oh God, no, not this, not this one. People are being so shitty about this. Well, I well, it's funny. On the comment section, I look. I'll jump to the comments first, and they do not speak for me, but they speak for over. The trailer alone is better than the last Predator movie. Coming from a little boy growing up on action movies since the 2000s, this actually gets my goosebumps moving. Can't wait to see what kind of nostalgia mind fuck this piece of cinema's finna give me. Then this guy's kind of an asshole. He knows how to hunt. I know how to survive, taking a quote from the trailer. Then good luck never getting rid of each other. And then this one I just thought was kind of funny. Good to see the bear from The Revenant getting more acting gets. He's a solid actor. <laughs> Those are like very close to the top. Like I didn't have to scroll very much. Most people were actually very complimentary. And I think, how do I put it? I think the way the trailer was cut isn't going, to me, didn't benefit. Had some really good moments to it, but then also had some moments I felt like was like the, you're trying to put too much sizzle in a trailer. Like, yeah, I think it didn't need it. Like what? So like there's that whole section where she's, you know, she's like, I know how to survive. She's doing this. And all of a sudden she puts together like the mortal combat ax rope thing. And she's doing all that stuff. I had to kind of like to see that being kept. Um, because w the parts of the trailer that I really enjoyed were the ones where like, it was like a horror movie where like, you know, they're running through the field and the predator's just following behind them, but it's just like, you don't see it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of spooky and scary. And I, I, I was really hoping to see even more intimacy between, you know, um, what's the actress name? Amber Midthunder and the predator. You know what I mean? Like seeing that versus seeing like, the, I don't know, the Renaissance Fair dudes who show up at some point and they're all having a gunfight for some reason. And then there's <laughs> the a Renaissance Fair. 
You mean the what looks like French fur trappers? Sure, maybe, whatever. And then the fucking uh, the, the cheetah or whatever's on the tree. That's a panther. It, <laughs> Cheetahs it, in North America. Could have fooled me by the way it looked. So like those parts, I just was like, eh. I didn't feel like it added anything to the to the trailer. I liked the teaser a lot because it was very contained, and I just kind of wish they would have done that like hunt or be hunted type of motif better. The make it feel like, yeah, okay, I feel like she's got this for sure. You know, like that predator's going down. Also, the more I see of the predator. The more I'm not sure I feel about the predator. What's wrong with the predator? <laughs> I don't like the mask. Like I've seen like <laughs> bits and pieces of the mask. Not a fan of it. It's uh, too it's too bone like. Well, I think this kind of goes into the they're establishing a world building about predators that they have more individual masks than I think that we originally see in the first even the first two movies, actually, to be honest. The masks are completely different. And so is like the look of the predator underneath it. And uh, I think we'll be seeing another, uh, you know how we saw on, uh, remember we had determined that Predator, the first one, we had the survivalist Predator. He's out there living in a bunker and he's got like, he doesn't have all the gadgets. Yeah, yeah. Remember number two, we got. Those Weekend Warrior. The Weekend Warrior Rich rich Dad Trust Fund Predator, who's got all the gadgets and he's there with his like fancy RV. I think for this one, we're going to get Survivor Man. This is going to get the Bear Grylls Predator. I thought you were going to say uh, anime steampunk contest. No. Predator. <laughs> Hell no. With, with, his, with his fancy copper fold-out shield. Oh, my God. I mean, I think that looks cool. It's a neat design, but it doesn't have any... There's no dials. There's no gears. And there's not, uh, a, there's not a chimney that comes out of the top. That's I don't know. Steam. I felt like I heard a boot no. when, it, when it formed. I, I hate I hate yeah. steampunk aesthetic with a burning passion. Yeah, I know. You know I do too. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> That's the first thing I got was like, well, there's cogs, potted, uh, Predator. No, it's not. There's no cogs. It just looks yeah. ornate. Yeah, sure. Okay, you say so. I do, and I'm I I have never been more confident about anything in my life. <laughs> and it's not a steampunk shield. I think it is. No. I think I saw him throw some coal into it before it started up. No way. He's not going to put a top hat with some random gears on it and pull down some goggles and be like, Pip, Pip, cheerio. Let's have that sponge, Ellie. <laughs> Just pop it out for me. I don't know. I think, I think that's what we're going to get. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy the trailer. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I'm really excited to see a movie that is like uh, primarily made and starring uh native american people i think it's gonna be cool that is i'm really uh happy to see that i'm also happy to see that they're releasing it in the comanche language yeah you can get that's i mean like you it i think if it wasn't if the if it wasn't like something that was integrated into the dna of this movie it would seem like a real kind of like you're a real sort of virtue signal, virtue signaling gimmick, but I think it feel it feels authentic. Yeah, well, yeah, like, or at least good intent, well intentioned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably well intentioned. We'll have to wait. You know, honestly, it's like wait and get the full picture and, and to see how it plays out. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't can't count our chickens before it's uh, they're hatched in that regard. I think, but I have a lot of hope for it. Uh, I think it just seems like they're going back to the formula that worked so well in in the previous movies, and that is what I've been wanting to see from a Predator movie. I like that we see her inventing a cool <laughs> gadget that feels very Dutch of her, and I think uh, if they show us some examples of her hunting like dangerous predators that are out in the wild, then that will make sort of the face-off between her and the Predator, that all that much more what a, a, what part when she, when she throws the axe at the rope and goes like, get over here! Uh, if she does that to that cougar, or that, yeah, that be, panther the, or whatever, the, I, I would be... Uh, the cheetah? <laughs> yeah, whatever the whatever <laughs> that big... Uh, the, that giant cat was in that tree, if she get over here is that thing, <laughs> movie of the year. Just back up the Oscar truck to Prey because uh, it wins all the awards. I don't care what award you're talking about. Give it to Prey because you just get over here with that cat. (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe we could have have, uh, Scorpion pop out of a tree behind her and just be like, Toasty! But also, whoa! (laughs) I'm going to steal Hey, Scorpion! This is your brother! (laughs) <laughs> uh, Larry Arachnid Yep <laughs> This is your brother Desert Tarantula You know that whole new move You're looking for Listen to this uh, Look I get it doesn't really translate Over an audio medium but you trust me You're gonna love it <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, uh, dare we hope for prey? Let's let's. I'm gonna put. I'm putting at least a few eggs in that basket. We'll see how that pans out. Um, hey Ben, you know what? You got Hulu. You got the movie. That's all that matters. Yeah, I would like to see it in the theaters though. So I hope that Disney is listening. Uh, well, hopefully, look. If it does well enough on Hulu, they might do like a, a, a limited theater run. I don't think anyone's doing that after the whole morbid time incident. <laughs> I think, nah, the, no, well, I think the industry to... is scared because Sony drank the Morbium and uh, thought it would be a good idea to put Morbius out there to take advantage of what a groundswell of support. But well, that's because everyone cut. This was not. No, because everyone there doesn't understand the meme. No, the... they don't. <laughs> we we no, and I mean just memes in general. But that one was just like, oh, we're gonna ride it, Mortimer. So glad <laughs> yeah. we got this job at Sony. Look, it's trending on the TikToks and the Twitters. Everyone <laughs> wants Morbin, Morbin this, Morbin that. We're gonna do a whole line of Morbin things, but first we'll release it back to theaters. What I'm saying is, I think if it does well streaming, there might be a chance where they would do like a small theater run. Because obviously, I think they feel like they don't have enough faith that this could really carry a summer blockbuster kind of range and date. So that's why they're probably just hedging their bets with uh, Hulu. But I'm hoping that, yeah, people watch enough, they'll be like, now with 20 more minutes, you know, and then just throw it in the theaters. And I mean, I, look, they're, I hope so. they're doing that with Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. Although that was already in the theaters. I don't know. I know, but they're putting it again. Yeah, they and are. It's, and they're like, we're putting more stuff in it. You want more? Spoiler, spoiler. Aunt May dying? Now we got 20 minutes of that. It's going to be great. <laughs> we have reverse engineered the moment where great power becomes a great responsibility. 
here in Spider-Man. You're gonna want to see. Hey, do you love Oscar winner Marissa Tomei? Oh well, <laughs> too bad. Yeah, well. Say goodbye to this beloved character. We left her in the film for 45 minutes. So if you walked out angry, you couldn't get your money back. Because <laughs> most theaters have a 30 minute or less before you get a refund policy. By the, by the time Aunt May dies, you'll be in it for the Tobey Maguire. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to kill off the Marissa Tormes. And we're going to get you with the Maguire Garfield. <laughs> the It'll be perfect. <laughs> One, two, you'll be like, damn. But, eh. That's, that's right. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is going to be cleaning a spider web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's with all the good parts of that movie, everybody. So, spoilers, spoilers. Um, well, now you don't have to watch it, people. Yeah, good. Yeah. We've saved everyone a trip for that fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> Go see Morbius instead. Um, did you? <laughs> do you post it? I think in Discord the 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 petition to bring Morbius back to theaters. It was like a petition, yeah. like a, a, a online petition that said, uh, "Sony, so sorry, we were busy last weekend. We want to see Morbius. Bring it to theaters." <laughs> <laughs> Like it's not gonna work, but it is like, oh man, whoever is the uh, the guy at Sony who just who came up with this idea is definitely like, oh no, Mortimer, <laughs> oh, we're I out of a job. <laughs> I would. The worst part is there is a very small part of me that hopes it happens. Oh, absolutely. I mean, right? it would just be so funny. I mean, someone would definitely lose their job at that point, which would not be funny. But it would be funny if it, man, if it came back. Um, <laughs> Here, I tell you what, if that petition works and it gets it back into theaters, you'll see it. I'll see it then. Well, there you go, Sony. You will make about as much as you did last time. <laughs> I'm not buying a single damn concession. You ain't getting nothing from me. <laughs> oh, man. The popcorn council is going to come after you. Yeah, um, it'll be the first time. <laughs> we hate your stance on buttered popcorn. <laughs> Lay it, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't taste good otherwise. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, speaking of a, in bad taste, let's talk about Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is really yeah. the... the we're, well, I would say... I was going to say this is going to be the meat of the podcast, but we really made a meal out of those trailers. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's make the... Well, yeah, I mean, we can keep this as dessert. This... Ah, uh, Yes. Uh, yes, uh, it's a little bit of uh, port wine to end your delicious man course. It's me, Zephyr Murger. Um, Remember me from a few episodes ago? You nope. <laughs> fan favorite character, Lafourmurger, is back. Um, but uh, no, it's not. Don't worry. He's never coming back. I killed him. Um, but it was That was his ghost? <laughs> yep, it was his ghost. And also, it was totally humane. Uh, don't ask me how. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I want us to just right off the bat, I want to tell everyone, I want to tell you, I want to tell everyone out there that I am still, I still like the show. <laughs> okay. I don't think the show is very good, but I still am having fun watching it. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that it's going to be turn out to be uh, controversial? I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow, wow. Uh, when, oh. <laughs> so the last time we, wa- we left Obi-Wan, he seemed like he was on death's door. Turns out, though, he's not hes not that bad off. Yeah, he's about as burnt as I was when I was trying to get that turkey TV dinner. But <laughs> maybe he's burnt my arm a little bit. Yep. Yeah, he, he gets he's in that back to take for a little bit. And uh, he's just like, oh, he's like, hmm, did I leave the oven on? Oh, my God, Leia. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I can't be swimming in this hot tank. Yep. Yeah, this. God, I'm trying to think of the words because what we were talking about, like what we were going to talk about this week, and I was just like, oh, we should do this, this, and that. And you were like, let's talk this and that. And I'm like, I don't really know how much I have to say about Obi Wan because, like, it's very much the show. It's like the, you know, it's the Seinfeld of Star Wars. It feels like it's a show about nothing. Nothing's happening. Like there are things that are except happening. creating issues for future canon, right? And I guess that is the for me that is the crux. How much can I ignore them changing everything that you knew about? Like, and I don't mean like you know about like in the sense of hey, you know these things happen. No, like you, the films were made. So it feels like it would be pretty easy to tiptoe around that stuff that you wanted to make sure that would work. But instead, they just bulldoze through everything. Like, part of this episode was just a level in Jedi Outcast. And then the other... (laughs) I mean, yes, that part is in Jedi Outcast. I mean, that's a fun little crossover right there. We got uh, the... What is it called? The Inquisitorium? Oh, uh, the, uh, oh, their, their base. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Inquisitorium. I know that's not it, but, uh. Well, we're going to look it up. Um, I'm not looking it up. Yeah, no, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> All right, you go ahead and look it up. I'm not looking it up. My keyboard's too loud. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You'd be like, Inquisitorium. <laughs> oh, wow. They have a real naming uh they have a real like a a real sort of um cohesive branding uh we got uh the inquisitorious is the inquisitor program the or uh-huh. <laughs> so that's and they're called inquisitors uh-huh. and let's see here uh the inqu- I think you're right in inquisitorious well, Inquisitorious is the name of the program. Is that the name of the... What's the name of the pyramidal building out in, in that apparently has no shields? Because who would be crazy enough to try to break in? Fuck, five years before this shit happened, someone broke in and almost drowned Darth Vader. Oh, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and at no point did someone say, hey, you know what we should do? Let's just go ahead and... Weld up this hole that people can tend to swim in through. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Like, um, 
I, I know this is a talking medium too. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part where, you know, you're supposed to talk your feelings, but my feelings are like, this make no damn sense. Why are you doing it this way? <laughs> and then I'm, I've also been trying to stall and look for the, okay. It's fortress inquisitorious. There you go. Gazunta. There you go. Not the Inquisitoria, which I am <laughs> kind of thinking about it. It does sound like a, a fun place to go to learn about the planets, but uh, no. Inquisitorious. It's... Yeah. yeah, close <laughs> enough. Uh, so yeah. he... Uh, we, so this, this part of the start where he's like in the back to tank and he's like has a, a Vader nightmare uh and he and he gets out and then he's just like we have to go after leia and uh the people at the who are you know part of this path this sort of uh smuggling of jedis to get them out of harm's way and out of the 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 you know the crosshairs of the empire uh they're like listen we really need your help she's all alone out there we gotta get out there and that guy's like the Inquisitor has killed my wife just because she was Force-sensitive. I'll never get involved. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> exactly. What? I need to understand what was happening there, John. Because I... What? Did he not just say that he would never get involved? And then he's like, oh, you, you convinced me. No one said anything. Yeah, you'll never change my mind. Okay, I'll go. You got it. Well, you're so convincing. It just, why even have them for a moment say, (laughs) I know, look, I get it. You want us, you want to sprinkle in the backstory, right? You want to be like, oh yeah, force sensitive, because I think we see his wife inside the fortress inquisitorious. Oh, really? um, As one of the tombed, as one of the tombed. Um, we'll get we'll, we'll talk. I've got a whole section I, I want to talk about the fucking. I that mean, place. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. You could have literally just had to be like, "Look, my wife is force sensitive. I understand what they do at that place. I will help you." And you could have got the same. You know, they took her. I won't let them take another kid or whatever thing you want to play her <laughs> and lay her on top. You could have done that without this weird, fake adversarial thing. Yeah, and let, let me tell you this. I am this I am very salty at the takes about this show because like I just had said, I don't think the show is all that good, but I am still enjoying it. Much in the way that I enjoy The Rise of Skywalker, but I also know that that's not the greatest Star Wars movie. But everyone thinks that movie is everyone the same people who are like this movie ruined Star Wars are the same people who are defending Kenobi now for being dumb. They're like, "No, it's good. The show's dumb." You're just like, "You can't have it both ways, man." You can't be yeah. mad that they killed Chewbacca and then immediately revealed that he was fine in, in Rise of Skywalker. And then this, you're just like, oh, the part where Leia's under his trench coat is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you can't Yeah, I mean, he literally snuck her out the same way kids sneak into movie theaters. It's worse, dude, <laughs> because the kids who sneak, sneak into movie theaters are ostensibly stacked one on top of each other. That's not- fair not four legs hey what's that guy officer have you seen have you seen big legs little legs officer (laughs) we better not say anything he's really sensitive about his big leg little leg situation yeah especially since he's got that weird uh 
physical face that keeps poking out from underneath the <laughs> yeah. coat at the same time. We got a quato. We got a quato situation. We got a quato. I just want to see the imperial officer that that trench coat is for, because that trench coat coat is ginormous. I mean, it's John size. It's a trench coat I would buy myself. I don't think so. That looked yeah. like Jabba the Hutt's raincoat. Yeah, I still stick with what I said. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but. Let's okay. So yeah, that that hilarious like his hilarious sort of turnabout was super funny. And then did you notice when Tala took her imperial ship and like docked at the Inquisitorius Fortress Inquisitorius that it uh-huh. looked really small? <laughs> like I don't know. I'd have to watch it again, but I remember when watching it. Maybe it's the way that maybe they tilt shift the background or something. But it looks like it's the size of like a remote control car. I haven't expected it to be like a gag. Like the stormtrooper would just step on it. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, ha ha, that was a small ship. The, theirs is bigger. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's very flat. I can't tell if the effect is just kind of not there all the way there or they did it with miniatures and it just looks a lot like a miniature yeah i mean probably because you know they've they've talked about how they use miniatures to light them on the volume so that way they get real lighting mm-hmm. but no you're right it kind of just looks like a pack of cards yeah, it just looks really strangely proportioned yeah i think also in scale with I think the other part is the problem is there's a couple of other shuttles on the deck, but there's also those battery bank things, mm-hmm. you know, like the bit of foreshadowing they do. And those things look huge there. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> when near people, they don't look nearly as big. So I think it does make them. It's a weird part. It definitely took me out of it momentarily. Uh I mean, this is kind of par for the course, right? Like, the, them being able to get in so easily is kind of par for the course for the Empire. You can't say that's necessarily unrealistic because the Empire is, like, has a real security problem based on the the previous movies and stuff. There has been a precedent yep. <laughs> set with being able to get into there pretty easily. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm with you there. Like, it, th- this, this tracks... As long as you have a rebreather, you're fine. You can get in there, no problem. A rebreather yeah. breather and like a confidence. Yeah, he Batmaned it. After he jumped out of the fucking thing, he swam there. Yeah, but and right. rebreathed himself. And he's like, I hope Alfred's not here. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I can't wait to I can't wait to surprise Alfred. He's going to be so surprised. I was happy to see uh, the rebreather make a uh, make an appearance. That was that was a nice cool. reference. Absolutely, yeah. Agreed, agreed. God, it looks so small. It looks. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like a little miniature. Maybe it is. Maybe I love it because it's the cutest little ship I've ever seen. It looks like I'm watching batteries not included. So I'm I, I do want to kind of how do I put it. I kind of want to draw the line on introducing so many different ships. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were just saying too many. 
I think there's too many. John's reached his limit. I mean, we are getting to a point where these ships are not as iconic as... I mean, I don't know if they're supposed to be, but they certainly aren't. Well, it just seems like, don't you have other ships already that you've introduced that do what that thing does? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It does yeah. look really small. I can't, I can never get over this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. The, I think, I'm trying to picture it, I think there's also just a perspective problem. It's uh, well, it's something weird there. I, had, I suspect some miniature shenanigans going on, but uh, I'll tell you what ship I really don't like. And that's the Inquisitor ship. I think it's a very lazy design, and I do not like it. Yeah, it seems <clears> like it seems like they bought it from whatever the equivalent hot topic of Star Wars just, for ships is. It looks too much like a stealth bomber to me. Like just they're like, oh, it's got like a Batman, a Batwing nose, and that that's it. There we go. Done. Done. Yeah, I, I mean personally, I just would have rather see the Lambda shuttles you know i love a lambda shuttle give me a lambda shuttle any day of the week love them yeah and you know what they could have done i'd even give them this they could have painted more of it black why not why make it a little not? make it a little black and red even Ooh, just yeah. to give them give them their own little you know flare or whatever but yeah show me that because that thing is so cool and it's iconic and it feels like it's a great way to be able to reintroduce it yeah, an to evil newer audiences. An eviler lambda shuttle? That would be cool. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. And yeah, because I'm just always talking about how Star Wars needs to do new stuff, and I'm just like, bring back the lambda. <laughs> well, it it's the different new stuff. Right? Yeah, like do new good stuff. <laughs> exactly. Stop just doing like these because someone wanted to create this little ship. So let's go ahead and create a new other ship. <laughs> what when, if it looked like an eight track? Yeah, like I, it, how? Well, it has wings somewhere, <laughs> and then it, it has a cockpit somewhere. We think. <laughs> we think. You know what I loved when I was growing up? I used to own a little toy called a transformer, and then I was really in love with the thing called a sound wave. <laughs> and he had a little tape in his chest, and the tape would come out. And it was a little tape, so I just want them to fly around a little tape. So that's what I'm making. <laughs> I'm making right. the tapes from Star Wars. I mean, Transformers <laughs> in Star Wars. I'm the good people, at my job. <laughs> people would love me. What do you mean I'm fine? Uh -huh. oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I mean this. This whole episode jumped a gun dark for me so <laughs> uh i mean i do like i do like tala i think she's super cool i like her yeah, sure i like the i like the whole like defecting imperial i think that's a cool archetype and i like to see it uh done here i liked her the, the whole part where she like uses her confidence to talk her way into the the interior of the, of the fortress inquisitorious is cool I like the idea that they said, like, how do they know where Darth Vader's ship is? Like, these the people who are ferrying Obi-Wan to this, uh, you know, waiting outside to pick them up, uh, you know, the, 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 the people of the path, uh, mm -hmm. how do they know where <laughs> Darth Vader's ship is? They're like, listen, we're just cargo hollowers. We don't even have weapons, but also we know exactly where Vader's ship is. He's in the Mustafa system. <laughs> it's just like... 
And he's like literally, I imagine his him and his ship idling outside of of uh Fortress Inquisitorius while Obi-Wan is there. He's literally like he could get out and, and come in and capture Obi-Wan once and for all, and he's just like do 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 I'm fine. I need more back to time. Yeah, I chill in here, you see. Me, Lots of thinking to do. Me and Boba Fett are like this. Back to bros. I'm him and I are hanging out in a a weird shared back to a waking dream now. It's so cool. We're racing pod races. Isn't this neat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they're like the path. They're kind of like that kid who tracks all those billionaires' airplanes. <laughs> it's, the guy does, it's the guy on Twitter. He's got a. He's on space Twitter. He's yeah. uh, ch- tracking uh, Vader's private jet. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they've got a space yeah. Twitter. I don't know. It just is so funny where they're just like, we can't help you. We don't have the resources. Also, here's where everyone is on the board. Dude back dude 93 says, Darth Vader's been seen over the fortress and queer. It's a tiff. Inquisitorious. That's it. Yeah. The tour inquisitorious. Okay, I'll remember it that way. Okay, like you mentioned earlier, let's get down. So Obi-Wan breaks into the Fortress Inquisitorius, and he makes his way into the bowels of this giant un- like semi-underwater fortress uh, and comes upon what he describes as a tomb. And it's a bunch of dre- Jedi we don't recognize. <laughs> well, there's, well, there's, a, there's one. There's one for from sure. the Clone Wars that, like the first one they show, uh yeah. we definitely can recognize uh everyone else though i mean i guess i guess the kid who's still in his training helmet might be the same one uh who got murked in the, the one of the younglings oh uh, no i think it's the one that hung out with the uh, maybe reva in the in the initial Order 66 flashback from episode one. Oh, yeah. I think it's one of those kids, and somehow she was like, yeah, put him in your jello that you somehow had ready. <laughs> okay, yeah. How the fuck does this work? I don't even want to beat around the bush. What are they trying to say? What is this? No one has any wounds of any kind. They all just look they were, like they were surprised and then jumped. <laughs> and then Go, dumped in jello. amber jello. <laughs> like, even the kid is just like, it's just like, do you think, does Vader like is carefully not dismember people? Just stabs them in a place where you can't see outwardly, and then preserves them forever. What the fuck is happening? It, I have no clue. Like, I feel like it's it's meant to play on like what they did in Rebels with uh um oh my god why well, I'm blanking on a. Uh, uh, not Barisalfi, the other one. Oh my God! One of the Jedi there, they were using that to draw in other Jedi's, like her Force Ghost or something, uh-huh. was there, and they would use that. And she is kind of entombed in like this frozen thing that sort of looked like this, but she looked old and dead, just preserved, like skeletal. Mm-hmm. God, I'm blanking on it. Uh, it'll come to me. But in this one, yeah, it was just like preserved as the day they were caught. <laughs> also, one of the Jedi in there just looks like Woodstock Jedi. <laughs> just has a big poncho on. He's like, whoa, man. 
what's going on? I don't even know what the force is, man. I'm just here to see the mamas and the papas. I was hoping we'd get like, uh, like Yadel. Yeah, Shogun. The internet would have rioted if he saw Yadel in there. Here's the most bonkers thing I heard someone's theory, because everyone is just breaking that scene down. Who do we see? What are the cameos here in Obi-Wan? And someone's like, I think Mace Windu is one of those guys. And uh, to that I say, what are you on? What are you smoking, buddy? What's wrong? What is happening to your brains? You think they would put a Sam Jackson cameo for just two seconds and no one rec- recognized? Are you insane? Yeah, yeah that Obi-Wan wouldn't stop he wouldn't and go. St- He's like, oh, yes, well, you know, uh, they would really like to. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I know which Jedi they're talking about, and to those people, you're just mildly racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be Mace Windu. Uh, <laughs> why are you saying that? What uh... if it was? Hey, what if it was uh, uh, Ahmed Best? You know, uh, Jar Jar Binks oh when God. he was the Jedi Master on that TV, that oh TV God. game show. What if it was him in there? That would be incredible if the host of the Jedi Trials in canon is killed by Darth Vader. <laughs> Two points to the red team. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm for it. I mean, anything that gets more uh, Ahmed Best in the... Uh, I'm still waiting on that Jar Jar cameo in this, uh, in this series. The way this fucking show's going, you're gonna get it. Yeah, I <laughs> hope so. This this you're... will raise in its in my esteem so high if, if we get a, like a uh, <laughs> Hear me suck up <laughs> He swings <laughs> in <laughs> knocks Reva off the platform. Oh Reva. Reva, Reva, Reva. How many times can you mess up and it still be okay? <laughs> Four so far. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> I somehow placed a tracker. What was... Okay, I I get that she had to have to... Uh, for the episode... Like, you know, for the story to keep moving. But, like, was her plan to let Leia go? Like... What I felt, I felt like when they were writing the uh, script, they got to the part where they stopped writing it. They came back and just wrote some other shit, <laughs> and then that was they were like, "Oh yeah." Then she put a tracker on it. Was going to let her go the whole time because yep. she, she did it, I guess, while playing with her little robot. But like, it's it's literally just when- like she's like, uh, "Well, she's gonna escape. Obi Wan's gonna get her out. I'm gonna fuck this up somehow." <laughs> Because otherwise it'll just be like, Vader, I've tracked this little girl back to Aldron. And he's like, why? You know we're looking for Obi-Wan, right? And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> That's Reva. <laughs> I'm Reva. Yeah, oh, this whole scene was just like, it, I don't know when uh, Leia gets the droid back, by the way. I think the whole time it felt like she was holding on to it. I don't remember if she's like, here's your droid back. No, I exactly. I was just like, when did you get that back? 
you know, when it, I guess a tracker and the tracker's so good it changes the the inside of the eye from blue <laughs> to red. Yeah, nice subtle detail there. Way to put like like she's like I just got to install these LEDs in here to really complete the look. Oh, it was a ro- it was a good cute robot before, but guess what? Now it's an evil robot working for me. I felt like that was a big ass wink to the audience like wink see what happened here wink. i mean they had to like i feel like they wrote i feel like that was like a scene that they had to do reshoots for because they're like this doesn't make any sense when could she have possibly put a tracker on this yeah no i mean i didn't i i like i said i was like didn't you have it last and it's not like there's again a lot happening in the show enough for me to forget. I was like, no, you had that droid last. Did you just slip that back into that giant ass coat that then she <laughs> found it in? <laughs> oh, look, this wood was in the pocket. How convenient. Uh, Let's not question it. You need to go. <laughs> also, so I'm very glad they didn't show a kid being tortured, which was it seemed like it was going to be a possibility in that the scene where Reva is trying to in- extract the information from Leia. The the actor who's doing Child Leia still best She's actor great. on the show, <laughs> truly killing it. Uh, I love the whole scene where she's like, "Look, just don't hurt them." <laughs> And then she's like, well, I got to tell my dad first, right? Because we're friends. And then was like, oh, I want to strangle you so bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want to you wanna learn how Princess Leia became so vexing for everyone else. Yeah. She's been doing it since she was a little kid. I'm, I'm all for it. I think the three of them are still great. Like, I don't mind, you know, Ian McGregor, even though, like, his Obi-Wan is a weird... I, it's still Obi-Wan to me, but it's just like a lot of the choices there. I just felt like he's just being more written into that. Well, I mean, think about that pep talk that he got from uh, Tala because all she was like, hey, you got to, you know what? You got to kind of be a Jedi again. And he's like, okay. (laughs) And then he's he's like, kind of really kick ass again. Yeah, but I do not. I'm going to tell you right now that whole hallway scene. Not a fan with how that was blocked. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, or shot. Well, him just like <laughs> deflecting every single shot. Well, I mean, it's Obi Wan. I expect you know he's been shot at by like hundreds of droids at the same time. I expect that it just felt. And I mean, I guess this fits with this character. He's still technically wounded. He hasn't completely healed all the way. Just felt real slow and clunky. Like, <sighs> and then I gotta go turn around over here and you know pink you know like it was just the back and forth between who is behind him and then who is in front of him and as he is batting some of the shots and stuff i guess it did pick up a little bit once he started to get his like obi got his groove back (laughs) you know he's batting you know blaster bolts into control panels and shit who makes a damn underwater tunnel with like Single pane glass. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was a real, it was a real interesting sort of construction of that thing. Uh, I I mean, but I actually liked those shots. I thought that was, that looked cool. I like him deflecting all the bolts and like sort of like deflecting them at other people and just dodging out of the way and let the people shoot uh, each other. I thought that was fun. I like the, 
the Jedi killer scene <laughs> from the torture room where he just becomes a, like a, a scary slasher for just one scene. He became he, he he channeled his inner star killer from the fucking forest unleashed. Yep, I swear. <laughs> he just became the shadows and just murked to uh Imperials RIP those guys. Yeah, they didn't have a chance. You know, uh, uh go ahead. No, I was gonna say I did like the Inquisitors like ready room where you could see like the fallen lightsabers they've collected. Yeah, that was cool. In the background, a cool little touch. I would like to spend a little more time in that room and take a look at all those sabers. Yeah, the kind of see who they got. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they got that. And I remember the Jedi saying it's Luminara. Ah, Luminara Unduli. Luminara Unduli, of course. Yeah, she was in Rebels. They used her like thing. They would, the. Empire would send messages out pretending to be her and stuff like that, that she was trapped in this prison. Turned out it wasn't, and it just happened if you were Force-sensitive, that was kind of who they were looking for, too. So there you go. That's who I thought they were doing, but nope, it was just orange jello. Yeah, I I think based on sort of the similarity to this and the, the Snoke disposal area from The Rise of Skywalker and like some of the weird sort of tanks that they had, in the Mandalorian, I think this is all sort of weaving together the the sort of the, the cloning foundation that will be used later to extend the Emperor's life, but because uh, that's the only thing that makes sense. This doesn't, like, unless Vader's like, hey, remember the exact moment I killed these people? Because <laughs> they all looked <laughs> surprised as hell. So, do you, think, do you think this is just... Vader's precious moments gallery. It kind of seems like, yeah, he's got a curio cabinet filled with these <laughs> precious moments. Remember when I killed you? Yep. <laughs> or I found you in that little hut on a desert in Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they are all surprised. That is for sure. It's just uh, so weird. It's like, it makes sense in like Han being surprised when he gets frozen in carbonite based on the circumstances. But all of this just feels like so, so bizarre. I hope that it's, it's paid off in some way. One thing, John, that I didn't realize I never needed in my life was watching a T 47, just kind of hovering in the air, shooting at one person. Uh, those need to be gliding. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Look goofy I, and smaller than I was expecting. My first, my first note on that thing was like T forty sevens, huh? Like now, there's something that you could have used to throw away a little ship that they could have had that made more sense. And this thing just kind of yeah, floating there because, like you, I feel pretty much like once they're on, they go straight, yeah. and then that's it. <laughs> right. That's how it always worked <laughs> in the video games. But no, yeah, apparently you could just kind of <laughs> hover over somebody and be like, all right, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> Please don't throw a box at me. No, you didn't. Sorry. Oh, my, my one bad. weakness. A box. <laughs> a box of, guess, a battery or contained red in it. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, Whatever. it's dangerous. Whatever this is. And, um... How weak are the blasters on T-47s? Yeah, I don't know. Because they Extremely. shot a mouse droid. <laughs> and the thing just went like, 
and just kind of drove <laughs> it only got partially damaged like is it is it like the equivalent of a microwave where maybe things on the outside are real hot but on the inside it's cold and that fucking touched it all right and they're like oh yeah they established that like the the fortress inquisitorius does not have any shields but it's got to have some guns on the outside right you're just not not prepared for anything right like yeah or uh, i don't know fucking radar <laughs> Or a Star Destroyer overhead? Or a bunch of Star Destroyers overhead? Yeah, this is a moon outside of Mustafar. You don't think this is going to be chock-block full of Imperial anything? This is where Vader lives! Yeah, like, I mean, maybe not... Look, I get it. Maybe no one knows where Vader's summer homes. But still like everyone if everyone knows this is what it is and you probably throw this shit on propaganda you would think this would be one of the most well-defended sections in the galaxy people are like i don't know what's over there but oh uh, except for their creepy fortress which is impenetrable is it no shields no radar and they didn't even bother to try the pretend to pursue yeah the that's the, the, the hangar's full of ships you guys <laughs> You see him right there. And the hangar before that was filled with people. Like, there was so much activity before all this went down for no reason. Yeah. And guess what? The T-47 docks onto the, sh the ship that's carrying it. And they sit in space for a while. Explaining what went on before they go to hyperspace. You think they could have just, I mean, even just pretend, I mean, even Vader had that with the, you know, the original Death Star, you know, they flew after the Millennium Falcon after it took off from it. Yeah. After, you know, they got, they pretended, you know, like they did their they thing. They at He's least like, oh. gave it a shot. They gave it the good old college try. Yeah. This one was just like, fuck it. <laughs> just like, oh, nah. we're just, uh, they shot Mousy. Oh, <laughs> Mousy. <laughs> And then, of course, Vader is super pissed off, and uh, he gets to choking, which, as he's wont to do, and then she's like, no, don't worry about it. Got a tracker on there. And he's like, you promise this time? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Wait, but it wasn't Vader just walking pissed. That's the fastest I've ever seen Darth Vader walk <laughs> anywhere. power march. Yeah, he was really <laughs> mad. He was pissed. Like, you know, he was like, turn servos to eight. <laughs> I gotta get to walking. <laughs> yeah, if you like, showed I that mean, from the side, I think it would look a little funnier. Well, they did. There's like this one part where you just see his ass kind of power walking. Like uh, Hayden Christensen was late to set or something. So he was trying to catch up because he's like, and choke. <laughs> it, it's, it, I was just like, I've never seen... Darth Vader move fast. Not saying I adverse to it. It just was shocking. Yeah, but well, uh, you know, Vader continues to be a, a fun thing to see on the show. Uh, it is funny that we got like a very Vader heavy episode, and then this episode he just comes in at the end and he's like, "I was idling the car outside, and I saw some ships fly away. Better not have been Obi Wan." <laughs> they pay James Earl Jones by the vowel. <laughs> So they're like we can't afford you we gotta keep them costs down didn't you see how small the ship we made like 
that Vader heavy episode took it out of us, took our budget. <laughs> we had to use, we had to go back and use micro machines. Uh, so let's list out what it has to happen before this the show. Like, what has to happen to get us back to like the okay. that scene in like many of the scenes in A New Hope make sense because okay. like so number one we got. Leia acts like she doesn't know Obi-Wan. She yeah. is just referencing her dad. Yeah, him. so she needs to get... So she has to get mind wiped. Right, so she has to be memory wiped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then something has to happen between Obi-Wan and Vader to reset their sort of power dynamic. Uh... Obi-Wan has to shove Darth Vader down a flight of steps. And then <laughs> do you think go. do you think they go back to Mustafar in the for the last episode? <laughs> he just tries the jump again and it doesn't work again. <laughs> oh, I hate you, but I also kind of hate me. The first thing is Darth Vader wakes up, gets into his suit, sits down at his fucking throne, has his morning calf. Gets up, stares at the window, looks over to the beach where he lost his legs and arm, and sees Obi Wan. And then he goes over, gets himself one of those vintage droids F Force fields that was just carrying lava from one place and putting it into another place. You underestimate my power. <laughs> You'll see these again. I've... I have learned from the last time, Obi Wan. Then it just get loose with the same fucking limbs again. <laughs> Remember last summer <laughs> when you chopped my limbs off? Let me or die. I mean, that's it's like something like that's gotta happen where Obi Wan spanks him again, and he's just like Obi. <laughs> Like I mean, I don't want them to meet again, but yeah, I something either that or something needs to wipe his memory too. Like you know, it's like like oh, I forgot I met him, and or it's like I think that that's my whole problem with this. It's just like if none of that shit was established, then do whatever you want. Oh, and the the Grand Inquisitor has to somehow come back. Oh, that one's the easiest. It's just what it's here. gonna be a clone. I'm calling it now. No, 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 no. I don't think it'll be a clone. I think what's happened is Reva's gonna be made like Grand Inquisitor, right? Somehow. Um, yeah. Gets a thing, goes into her, you know, her, her wedding room, and she's like, I finally done it. I finally become Grand Inquisitor. Then you hear, have you? <laughs> then both lightsaber blades turn on the fan starts going <laughs> and then it just moves towards the camera star wipe star credits. wars wipe and we're out yeah. yeah uh or does like or do we do it even more obscure and like she's just like she's in the head of a star destroyer and she's got her hands folded behind her back finally taking the position that was rightfully hers and you just hear <laughs> <laughs> He's outside. It's coming. <laughs> He's coming in from outside. <laughs> oh god! He's flying through space with that stupid lightsaber. 
Why is it making sound in space? <laughs> Everything makes sound in space in Star Wars. Yeah, that's that. true. I, or can they just like New Heart show this and have Obi Wan wake up and just go? Oh, I I joked about that while talking about the show with somebody and. The look of disappointment and heartbreak on their face when I could tell that they realized that it was a possibility uh, is immeasurable. And I, I too, I mean, I would be so pissed off if that's what the, like. It's part of me is just like the show will end with him sort of waking up out of meditation with Ghost Qui Gon and, and Ghost Qui Gon being like, uh, "Did you see anything crazy?" <laughs> <laughs> and Obi-Wan being like, uh, oh, man, you wouldn't believe it. We went to the, the Fortress Inquisitorius, which, of course, is not a real thing because that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and, and then I I was dragged through the desert. It was weird. It was, <laughs> was it on fire. It was a weird future where I didn't practice my lightsaber at all. And when it came time, I was like a scared old man that then turned into a, a, a ninja assassin <laughs> two hours later. <laughs> I feel like the more we talk about this, the more Obi-Wan is just the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, at the end, he's just going to fly away. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, he's just, like, battered and beaten and just kind of like, I'm going to go harvest whale meat instead. Yeah, do you think Makes he goes sense. back to that job after all this? I, I mean, I don't know what they're days off or weeks off look like yeah he might not have a job to go back to <laughs> that's what i'm thinking gonk all right turned him in <laughs> <laughs> the good, stupid time clock gonk droid <laughs> ben kenobi hasn't been back again huh how much you want to bet the last two episodes are just to have the mandalorian <laughs> 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 don't <laughs> It does. It's like it just does a time jump forward. Meanwhile, in the future, <laughs> what you really wanted to see? Hell yeah! Oh shit! If the Mandalorian comes in and saves this one, I'm all for it. Yeah. Someday you'll run into a, a little green guy named Grogu. Make take care of him. And then the Mandalorian's like, oh, why'd you have to do that? Now you're making continuity problems for my show. <laughs> Stop it, Obi-Wan. Respect canon, God. <laughs> the, worst, the worst part about it is I saw today on the AV Club this headline that I have not read the article because I could not believe what the headline said was Obi-Wan Kenobi writer says they take all canon very very seriously uh huh yeah that's what he said he said that just wait till you watch the whole thing it'll all make sense which I think really lends credence to our force vision <laughs> Bob Newhart <laughs> ending I mean you know honestly out of all the timelines we could have that's the one i'm hoping for <laughs> oh geez i just saw what would happen if i left tatooine uh, i'm going to stick around home you betcha <laughs> that's it and then have uh, the times are change in play <laughs> <laughs> as we visit everyone who he had a dream about and just kind of see them doing their thing yep. <laughs> Zack snyder us right out of it <laughs> Yeah, just everyone's in slow motion at the end. So, gather up, people, wherever you roll. 
the times are changing. You know, Darth Vader's just watering his plants or some shit, you know? Forget about Vader's stupid vest, or stupid what, no, throne in his house on the lava planet. And if you remember those Jedis that were trapped in Jello, don't. Because it was all a fake force vision. <laughs> That's it. Yep. We're good. All We're right. done. We done it. Hold on. Hold on. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, with that, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, take it away, Inquisitorious Forest. <laughs> A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thank you, Inquisitorious Forest. <laughs> that outro was most glorious. Uh, remember, folks, don't let people trundle on your fandom. You fandom on your trundle. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in uh-huh. to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I got you. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.